So let's review. The mission in the previous daf taught, When a father transfers his daughter to the husband's agent, this is also considered chuppah, in which she enters Rishos Habal, the husband's jurisdiction. The commander had a machlekis to what extent this is considered like chuppah, and that she is Rishos Habal, and cited four sheetas. The commander cited a brisa which states, it is even considered a chuppah midairaisa, and that if she was mezana, she is punished with chenek, as a nesua, and not with skila as an arusa. Because the pasuk regarding Nair Hamarasa states, Uskolua anchi ira bavana bamesa, ki asasa nevela bi Yisrael liznes besavia, prat shemasra ablish luchabal. This excludes chuppah through her transfer to the husband's agent in which she is no longer in her father's domain. As the Gemara explains, this pasuk cannot refer to the other forms of chuppah. The Gemara continues that in the case of Masr HaAvlash even if she then returned to her father's home before reaching her husband's home, the chuppah is not undone, and she is still B'Shosah This is derived from a pasuk in the parish of Afaras Nadar, nullifying a vow which adds, the neder amana ugrusha, when a widow or divorcee imposes a restriction upon herself through a vow, it cannot be nullified. This pasuk seems superfluous, since hafara, nullification, can only be performed by her father or husband, and an almana ugrusha was already removed and when he died. As a result, there is nobody to nullify her vows. Therefore, the pasuk must be referring to a case the woman entered chuppah when her father transferred her to the husband's agent, and she became a widow or divorcee while she was en route to her husband. This pasuk teaches that her father cannot be made for her nether because once she is removed from her father's jurisdiction, even momentarily, the chuppah cannot become undone, and she does not return to her father's jurisdiction. Zak the Mishnah, Ha'av e'nechayev b'mzayin espitay. A father is not obligated to support his daughter while he's alive. Zam medrash darash Rebelazah ben Azari lefnei chachamim b'kerem b'yavna. Rebelazah ben Azari explained to the chachamim that the following halacha can be derived from the wording of the ksuba, in which the chacham initiated two benefits for her children. Ha'banim yirshu v'ha'banas yizaynu. The sons that they have together inherit their mother's ksuba. The daughters that they have together are entitled to Mizaina's support. However, Just as the sons only inherit the ksuba after their father dies, so to the daughters are only entitled to Mizaina's after their father dies. The Gemara explains the first ruling of the Mishnah. Chayva is a financial obligation enforceable in Bezna. Mitzvah is a mitzvah obligation, not enforceable in Bezna. The Mishnah rules that there is no chayva to support one's daughters. However, the Gemara cites in Machlekes whether there is a mitzvah to support one's sons and daughters. Rameir says, Mitzvah laws nesabonis. It's a mitzvah for a father to support his daughters, and it is certainly a mitzvah to support his sons because they study Torah. Rebihutah says, Mitzvah lazna It is a mitzvah for a father to support his sons, and it is certainly a mitzvah to support his daughters, because it is degrading for them to solicit support. Rebihutah says, 
There is a financial obligation to support the daughters after their father's death, as stipulated in the Ksuba. However, while he is alive, there is not even a mitzvah obligation to support one's sons and daughters. The Gemara continues and discusses Takanas Usha. Several regulations initiated by the Chacham while the Sanhedrin was in the city of Usha. Rebbe Law says, Usha hiskinu, the Chacham of Usha initiated that a father should support his children while they are minors. The Gemara explains that although we do not follow the Takana completely to the extent of kfiyah, forbidden to compel him to support, but we do persuade him to support them. However, the Gemara qualifies. The Bible is only said regarding a father who is not wealthy that we do not compel him to support. But if he is wealthy, we do compel him to support his children. Rasha explains. Even if they were not his children, we compel him to fulfill his obligation of giving tzedakah. The Gemara later on Dav Samachis says that the above discussion, that it's merely a mitzvah to support one's children, refers to ketanim, minors, who are ben sheish, older than six years old. But it's a chayva, an enforceable financial obligation to support ketanim, ketanim, very young children, ad ben sheish, younger than six years old. Regarding this issue, the Gemara in the next daf cites the Pasuk, Ashrei Shoymri Mishpat, Oyset Tzedakah B'chal Eis. V'chiyav Shalaset Tzedakah B'chal Eis? D'ashu Rabbi Seyna Shabi Yavna, V'amri Lar Belezer, Z'hazan Bana V'abonaisa V'kishen Gitanim. Rabbi Shmuel Benachmeni Amar, Z'hamagadol Yasem Yisayim Abitech Pesai U'masiyam. The Lord continues with an additional Takana Susha. B'usha Hiskinu, Ha'kaisim Konachasav L'banav, the Chacham of Usha initiated that when a father gives all his assets to his children during his lifetime, the children are compelled to support their father and his wife from these assets. Although Nitrach even if the father is capable of working to support his family, he is still entitled to support through this Takana. However, the Gemara relates a story from which we see that here too we do not follow the Takana completely to the extent of Kfiyah, for Bezant to compel them to support, but we do persuade the children to support their father. The Gemara in the next stuff continues with more Takanois Usha.